welcome to selfdiscoveryradio.com, where we bring you insightful, liberating, intuitive people from around the globe. They share their life's journeys and experience wisdom to guide you on your own discovery of self. Each week from Tuesday to Monday, we will bring you new shows on our many genres, and with over 1,400 shows, we have the answers for you. Enjoy your listening on selfdiscoveryradio.com. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living. I am your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Jennifer Norton, intuitive healing, energy space clearing expert, and a spiritual teacher. We are talking so much today about conscious awakening, tapping into our intuition, what is intuitive healing. We've been so conditioned in the past centuries to look to medicine, or especially in the last century and a half, looking to the Western medicine as the be-all and the end-all. And people don't realize that healing comes in so many different levels and so many different ways. And energy space clearing, that is something that's really, really important because if your space is cluttered around you, both inside your head, your body and around you, it can cause a great deal of static in your energy field, which can cause some illness. So there's a lot that we're going to be talking about here today and unraveling and understanding about our inner and outer environment and how we can actually tap into our own intuitiveness to heal ourselves, to allow ourselves to be healed and create that space that we actually do need in order to receive and vibrate. So as a spiritual teacher, and she's a provider of healing insight into any issue, uh, she gets to the heart of the issues. She clears your space. She helps you reclaim your health and your well-being. She's a professional intuitive healer, energy space clearing expert and spiritual teacher, and forgiveness coach. She's a Reiki master and a modern mystic who works, whose work has transformed the lives of countless people by phone and also in person. With her skills, perception of 15 years of experience and training in various energy, healing modalities and metaphysics, she takes a holistic approach into the adept sensory energy, identifying core issues, root causes of illness and the undesirable subconscious beliefs. We know that medicine today is all about addressing the symptom, whether it be emotional, whether it be physical. Everything is about the band-aid and nobody's looking to the root cause. If we do not uh, pay attention to the root cause, all it's going to do is spring up again and again and manifest in a more, in a way that can get out of control. And it's so avoidable if we can get down to the core of the issues, clean them out and let our energy flow free. So Jennifer, welcome to the show. Thank you, it's great to be here. I don't think people really understand how much things like, you know, energy space clearing or intuitive healing is is so profound. It's so deep and it's so integral that it's really hard for people who haven't experienced it, that have just been introduced to it, to kind of really understand what it's about. So can you share a little intro into your perception of what it is? Yes, uh, certainly. So it's... It's interesting talking to people who don't have an experience of this because I've just lived with it for so long. It's just become so natural yes. for me. Um, so it is a good idea to explain it to someone who's um, not familiar with this kind of work. So really, it's about using 
our abilities, I'm using natural God-given abilities to kind of go beyond what we're seeing with the body's eyes or just hearing. And so it's going beyond and using all of our senses, but in my case, just tapping into that intuitive aspect of who I am and asking to be shown um, what's really going on with somebody and and told. So with my abilities, I have uh, the clear audience, which is the clear hearing and clairvoyance and clear seeing and also clairsentience, which is a, a sensing and a feeling. And, and so combining all of that with being an empath, which is just that I'm really feeling everything someone else can feel in their body um, and having a, an ability to refine these senses to allow me to kind of go beyond sort of what somebody might have been told, you know, by, by um, a doctor or by another practitioner. Because a lot of the times when someone calls me or contacts me, it's because they've had a lot of difficulty getting answers to what's actually going on or they're not healing um, the way they'd like to or, or just something is obviously getting in the way of them really experiencing the well-being that they deserve. So I'm usually shown and told sort of what's going on at the root cause and I mean it sounds it may sound odd or fantastic to somebody who hasn't experience something like this, but really I think these are natural abilities that we all have. I've just learned how to um, access them and it's just become kind of an, a natural way for me to be. So I always work with someone's higher self and I work with a team of angels and guides. So I'm getting kind of information and feedback from all levels when I'm tuning into somebody, whether it's a person or their space, and, and really what I have found is just as everyone has what I call a field around them, when I'm looking at somebody, I'm tapping into the field around them and also within them and being shown what, what's going on at an emotional level, on a spiritual level, you know, what's happening at the mental level, and of course, at the physical level. And we're really, actually, it's all about the metaphysical, mm -hmm. so it, it's kind of combining all things and so just as everyone has this field around them what I've learned through the years is that everyone everyone's space has a, it's like another field around that right so our space is really just sort of a living um, energy <laughs> that's very much like what's around us and so what I noticed through uh, throughout the years as I was working on treating people um, sometimes I would be guided to look at the, the space around them and, and address what was going on there as well. Or just intuitively knowing if that person was going through a really difficult time, like some kind of a trauma or, or a breakup or you know, the death of a loved one, that, that the energy needed to be cleared because it was so dense. So it's really what I see is there's not much difference for me looking at the energy of someone's face versus the field around that person as well. Yeah, I don't think people realize actually that absolutely every single thing has a signature. 
You know, you can mm-hmm. look at a block of wood, a piece of furniture, and think, oh, it's just a piece of furniture. It carries all the vibration of its existence, and even the vibration from, you know, once when it was a tree. Um, you know, it's, we don't really actually understand it. And, you know, Feng Shui, obviously, you know, captures a little of that, you know, the way the space is mm-hmm. lit, and, and it's all about the fluidity of that energy being able to flow, isn't it? And, you know, mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, how you resonate to certain pieces of furniture a certain look you know or this speaks to me you know when you're going looking for a house you know oh I can feel good here and we don't realize that's what we what we're referring to is how it makes our energy feel and when our energy feels kind of in harmony and feels good that means that there's a flow there that's serving us so space is really really important isn't it about setting stage for our whole psyche and the way we're going to receive things Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it is really about creating a comfortable flow. And I have studied feng shui, and, I, and I've used that quite a bit throughout my life. Um, I've helped people with that as well, but I felt like something needed to be addressed that even went beyond feng shui yeah. because you can arrange your space, right, to have everything set up so that you've got good flow and everything else but if it doesn't it, it doesn't necessarily address the energies that are already present that need to be cleared or removed and um, in some cases it can be geopathic stress as well you know you could have an underground stream under your property mm-hmm. and maybe not maybe not know it and it could be really upsetting the balance of the energy in your home and kind of disrupting your sleep. I mean, there's many things. And now with the electronic age, electromagnetic frequencies are really something that we have to pay attention to because they can really disrupt our lives in more ways than we realize. And you don't necessarily have to be super sensitive to those energies to to realize that they are kind of there in the background affecting you. Right, I happen to be sensitive, so I know when something is affecting me. But um, it's so amazing to me how you know you can get uh, these little devices now, these EMS protectors for your cell phones. They make a huge difference. Turning off your Wi-Fi, your wireless routers at night can make a big difference in how you sleep. You know, and um, they actually have now, I think, devices that you can put around your r- router if you don't want to turn it off. But another way I suggest to people is also turning off their cell phones at night or putting, putting them in airplane mode so that you're not having those frequencies affect you while, you, while you're trying to rest. And, of course, Leading up to sleep, it's, there's all kinds of programs now. You can download them for your phone or your computer that block those, the, the blue light so it's not going to um, necessarily affect you and keep you up later than you need to be. I think, you know, one of the things, we know that the divine always speaks to us when we're in a space of, of still or silence, you know, or calm. And if you've got this kind of constant frequency going on around you, you won't know which frequency of the divine is speaking to you or where is it the computer, you know? So it's kind of, it's, it's a cross messaging that can come across, isn't it? Or even causing kind of a static. 
Yeah, well, I, I call it psychic interference, right? Mm, because mm, I like that. We, yeah, we can, in, a lot of the times when I look at someone's field, the field around a person, or even in their space, depending on what I'm looking at first, I will see psychic interference, and it can very much show up as electromagnetic frequencies. It can show up as even thought energy that's coming at, at us from, from other people. I also see in some people, like myself, I, I'm very much affected by the collective thought yes. patterns that yes. are going on, right, the predominant collective thoughts. So, you know, sometimes those are affecting us in ways that we're, we don't even realize. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so that it's, I call that kind of psychic interference or static interference, but just getting that cleared with the energy process that I, that I do um, can really just bring a sense of peace and balance to somebody and their space. You know, there's, there's another um, level of this as well, is that, um, you know, you talked about something being, you know, under where you live, you know, some form of vibration or frequency that um, you don't know about. But there's also the past lives, isn't there? Um, there's that vibration of memory in a past life that is continuing to vibrate from life to life, which it does because our DNA, energy DNA keeps carrying forward. But um, if there is something that was very disruptive in a past life, it's going to continue to be disruptive in this lifetime. Very often we don't know what it is, um, and it's so deep on a cellular level. And you don't realize that there's a pattern that you're constantly repeating. And you need to identify what that pattern is and release it. Otherwise, it's something that keeps getting in the way. Um, it's a vibration that keeps interfering. Oh, absolutely. Um, past life patterning and programming is very much prevalent in many people. They just don't realize. Um, one example would be maybe somebody who's really been struggling with anxiety most of their life. I always see where they've, you know, they might have had a nervous breakdown in a past life and they they just carried the imprint of that mm-hmm. that information through and it's like here it is again to be released and healed or I've actually seen in many cases, so one of the things that I do as well when I look at someone's field, I might see um, an entity. It can be a lower vibrational entity or a dark energy that they may be attached to this person or in their field. And in some cases, people have brought it with them. It's like something that's traveled with them from lifetime to lifetime. Oh, um, I'm I'm a case in point on that. I mean, um, back in 94, I had 172 lifetimes of pattern removed from me. But this pattern was like a block of, you know, unworthiness. You're not worthy to go up to the next level. Uh, you know, this is where you're meant to be. And that was released and it allowed me to move forward in life. But I still had something that I didn't know what it was. And um, and I found somebody that could go really deep down into the layers. And as an empath, and you know what it's like as an empath, we feel everything, good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have been, the, you know, we're designed, aren't we, right from our creation, we're designed to do what we're meant to do. And I've always been that spiritual awakener, um, you know, that soul igniter. And uh, and she was saying that I had 50 lifetimes of persecution, even torture, for my spiritual mm-hmm. beliefs. And um, and at some point, I signed a contract of the poverty of um, a vow of poverty. Well, believe me, I've been try- <laughs> trying to break that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know. And 
was just with the radio station today that permission to speak without persecution. And this is the first lifetime I've had that in 50 lifetimes. Um, mm -hmm. and, and understanding that I don't need to be persecuted anymore. People can disagree or they cannot tune in, right? But if this is a subject right. they're interested in, they can tune in and I have that free will and that free speech. And uh, this whole vow of, of uh, you know, poverty, while well, I got in there and set fire to that one, services rendered. You had me for many lifetimes, that one is gone. And we don't realize how much it holds us back. You know, and it, it's not just one layer or two layers. You know, depending how many lifetimes you've had there beforehand, it can go down deep and deep and deep. And you really have to be willing to work through those layers and unravel what that core issue is that's got in the way. Yeah. Yes, this is very true. Actually, I can uh, I'd love to share just a very powerful simple way for people to break the energy of vows and promises made from other lifetimes. Oh, do do do. Yeah, it's really <laughs> Well, I really believe in the power of our own words, mm -hmm. right? And mm -hmm. And so a lot of the times what happens is when a vow is made or even when maybe we've cursed somebody or somebody has cursed us or, I mean, these, these things can happen in a moment of, of intense and passion and anger or whatever. But um, so the, the power of those words, that vibration, it can hold, you know, and so one of the ways to reverse it, to release it, is to use the power of your word. So one of the things that I have people say as a decree is, I now rescind and release any vows or promises that I have made in this life or any others. And then you can fill in the blank, any vows or promises um, of, about poverty or any vows or promises about um chastity or, you know, fill in the blank what it could be, or I now rescind and release any curses that I may have been holding against myself from this life or any others. And is, should one say this a few times for it to really get in? Um, not necessarily. I mean, I really think it, it, it can come from the power of your intention and also, I guess if you were struggling with, like, dealing with um, lack and scarcity, you might want to just cover your bases, say, I now rescind and release any vows of poverty I may have made in this life or any others. And really, it's like you're just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm taking this energy and letting it go. Um you don't have to necessarily repeat that over and over because then you're you're doubting. Mm. Maybe you're doubting the power of your I own see. word. Um, another way to say it would also be, you know, I now forgive and release any vows of poverty I may have made or promises that I made that are not in my best interest. And and forgiving is really important. I I see that how. I've seen how forgiveness ties in so much sometimes to past life experiences where in this life, in this time that we're in, we may be experiencing difficult relationships with somebody and it, and it can be a family member, a significant other, a, a, a business associate where 
you know, it seemed all good in the beginning, and then suddenly, what the heck happened? It's like yeah. this whole thing explodes like a bomb, right? And we're going, oh my gosh, how did I get here? Well, it's usually there's some kind of unfinished business from another life where it was like, oh, well, you know, you ripped this person off in, a, in another lifetime, and they've always held this against you, and here you guys are again, not knowing what had happened, right? And the universe brings us together really for the opportunity for forgiveness, but our, our personality, our ego, really doesn't see it that way. It just looks at like this other person like, um, I don't like you and you're a major inconvenience. <laughs> so we, we have to be able to be willing to go beyond what's happening at the personality level to say, well, okay, perhaps there's a higher reason why this is happening. You know, thank you for showing me. You can ask spirits, you know, thank you for showing me the higher reason for this. Help me, you know, to go beyond what my personality thinks about it to see the truth. And, you know, if if something happened and I'm not aware, I'm just asking for healing and forgiveness for myself and this person. Because ultimately, the reason you're asking is because you want to be at peace. Yes. Everyone wants to be at, at peace, you know. So ultimately, the reason for forgiving anything in anyone is not because you're doing them a favor. It's saying, I want to be at peace, and therefore, you know, everyone can be at peace. Uh, and that's, I think, what the big message of forgiveness is. It doesn't mean you're condoning anything that's been done. It doesn't mean that something has to be unpunished if it is a... You know, an right. anus crime but it is about if you don't forgive you uh, continue to be the victim um, it continues to haunt you it, it, that energy stays around you and contaminate anything else that you want to do so that forgiveness is for you and in releasing um, in, in forgiving it releases you but it also sends a different vibration to the person that you're um, forgiving and may set them on a different path altogether as well. So it's it's really, really important on so many levels. I mean, I did a show of a gentleman who forgave a 17-year-old drunk driver who killed his pregnant wife and two children in that mm. accident. You know, that's a hard one to forgive. You've lost, you know, three children and a wife. Um, and yet he came, uh, he was a pastor in the church, and he said, how can I preach forgiveness if I do not forgive myself? And he did go on to forgive the young man and even help the young man kind of change his life and follow a different path. That is the ultimate forgiveness. Mm -hmm. But everybody won in the end because, you know, if we don't forgive, we want revenge, right? And that revenge then leads us down a very dark path, which is very hard to come back from. Yeah, exactly. And it's it, really it's about questioning which part of me who wants revenge again it comes back to I, I make a, a distinction between our personality self the ego versus the part of us that is one with the divine you know the part of us that is really spirit <laughs> yeah. and and so really making that distinction is important because our personalities, they have a, like a mind of their own, literally. Mm -hmm. 
and it, and that that is the part of us that feels hurt and wants revenge and you know and it's okay like I don't want to negate that either because if someone has harmed you or your family in a way that is on the surface seems unforgivable you're going to have to process that yeah. you know and so go ahead process that and do your best and when you're ready when you're ready to get to forgiveness it's like okay i i think i'm i'm done with the you know heavy emotional aspect of this you know there's got to be life beyond that what is that yeah that that's the right? eliminating that toxic energy from your space isn't it you know, yeah, that, yeah. You know, allowing that emotion to her, to spend itself and then to find that forgiveness and to, you know, like reset your emotional gauge. Yeah, it is. And I think it's helpful when you when you are finally interested in kind of understanding what happened from a higher perspective. Um, that's when it gets interesting because that's when something like a soul contract Mm-hmm. You know, people don't don't necessarily understand or get that there people can have soul contracts. We can have a soul contract with someone that their their contract is to kill us. Yes, right. You know, and that we've already agreed to this on some level, and it's you know up to the people who are left behind to deal with the aftermath of that. So. Um, yes, yeah, soul contracts can be really interesting too. And there's what we can be perceived as good and bad, right? Everything yes. can be perceived that way. And I think it's, you know, sometimes you look at some people and they're devoid of anything. There is no divine energy. There is no consciousness. There's nothing in there. I call them humanoids. You know, they just seem to be kind of human-type robots that go through life without any connection whatsoever. Um, and it's, you know, how do we bring those people back? Is there even a core to bring back? And you wonder, you know, are they placed here as our challenge in life? Um, you know, uh, to either bring back or to not let control and lead us down the path of, of hate and hysteria. Um, it's very, very hard, I know. I think, you know, we, we're seeing this in the political scene around the world right now. You know, with uh, all somebody has to do, you know, I call it the CNN effect. You know, there's a pimple and all of a sudden it's a volcanic eruption. You know, fear and hysteria and... And they're coming to get us. And uh, it's so easy how you can ride that wave and get caught up in that. But when you take a deep breath and you step back and go, hang on, you know, I'm riding this roller coaster of fear and hysteria. Is it mine? Or why just jumped aboard? And I think we have to be very, very mindful of what we participate in. You know, are we riding it because, or are we riding it because we truly believe it? Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good point. And and it is about being mindful and, and choosing. And I guess I live my life, everything is such a conscious, aware choice for me, at moment to moment. I mean, I, I ask for guidance from the moment I get up and start my day, you know, after I've sat quiet and meditated a little bit and just set some intentions, then it's like, okay, you know, guide me. Thank you for showing me what, where to go, what to do, what to say, and to whom. You know, thank you for showing me how you want me to serve today. Because I might have an agenda. My ego might have an agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not necessarily what's best. Yeah. And I guess, 
Yeah. When things I love don't it. work, it's generally telling you you're not meant to do that today. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and it's amazing. Uh, I've had, um, actually, yeah, I've had experiences where I've made decisions thinking, oh, this this is, yeah, this, this sounds great. I think I'm going to go for it. And I never really asked whether it was in my best interest. And the thing just completely totally flopped, you know, yeah. and it was like, oh, yeah, I never did, you know, check in and see if that was a good idea. So, you know, it just when you start to make choices out of conscious awareness, it, it, it is interesting when you find yourself, if you get caught up in fear, to question, you know, what is this really all about and, and is this what I want for myself today? You've kind of got to, to, to feel it, not think it, right? You know, when it feels mm. right, oh, this feels right. I'm not quite sure why or how, but it feels right. I'm going to ride it. I'm going to see where it goes, and it will reveal itself. But if we think it, because we want to see everything kind of structured and organized in the way we want it to go, we can block the way it's meant to go. And the universe will always redirect us, whether we want to go gently or whether we're going to resist. It will always redirect us to where we're meant to go. So if we feel it, it really is kind of, that's where you're really kind of tapping in, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you work with people in, in obviously, you know, activating that physical and mental and emotional spiritual healing, eliminating the toxic energy from their space, um, you know, g getting rid of any of those old patterns of guilt, shame, blame, fear that's hiding within them, and, uh, you know, identifying those hidden beliefs that block their success and finding their energetic match with nutrition, career path, relationships. So once you've done that kind of cleansing and people now are in tuned with who they are, it's now kind of a rebuilding their life to what it has been. So is this where it now comes in finding that energetic match with, you know, their environment, their life choices? Yeah, yeah, it's really about, I'm always looking at, what is a match for somebody and what isn't, right? So um, somebody might even be somewhat aware, like, you know, I moved into this place and it just never felt right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, okay. So and we can clear the energy of the space, but sometimes it's literally because they're meant to not be there. It's, there's somewhere better for them to be. Um, you know, it can be similar to even a career choice or a job that they have. It's like, well, I'm in this job and I'm thinking about th doing this, that, and the other thing. And it's like, well, let's look at what's going to support you the best vibrationally. Or even the, the same thing with food. What food supports you vibrationally? What supplements support you vibrationally? And the thing is, everybody's different. Yeah. That's, that's why it's so hard. Like, there's no one-size-fits-all right. when, it, when it comes to diet and exercise and, and nutrition and I mean there's certain things I think that that are helpful for most everybody right but um, but I, I'm really about a, a getting into what's going to be specific to that person right and and I kind of joke about well in my own life I feel like the princess and the pea right it's like I'm always trying to get everything to feel just right because when it when something's off even a little bit for me it's like a big deal yes oh yes and, it's, yes. and some and a lot of the people I work with you know it can be the same way for them depending on their level of sensitivity 
so and yeah tuned in we are i mean we, we really have got to learn to be tuned in because you know we're, we're given this gift of this body of this life experience and and it's here for us to kind of increase that dna intellect that we're, we're feeding it with it's here to serve the planet and each other I often wonder if we're just an experiment but you know we're, we're here for that reason so we may as well step into our harmony as soon as we can and the only way we're going to do that is just that you know don't buy into the dogma the expectation you know find that energy that complements and aligns with you and will propel you forward so that actually means that you've actually got to do a little work on yourself you know and mm -hmm. it's but if you can't invest in you this vessel that you're going to be in for the whole of your life then you've really kind of got uh, things out of proportion in your life because this is your biggest investment that you should be investing in. Yeah, and it really is about, I kind of put it back on people to, you know, make those choices and changes that are necessary because I can't do it for them, you know. Yes. I can point, I can say, here's what I see and this is what's, you know, really out of balance and this is what needs help, you know, and energy healing can come in and really help ground some of those changes to make it easier for them. But ultimately, it's always up to to the person to, to make the choice for themselves. And, you know, that's the empowerment, though, isn't it? You know, I mean, you're there to, to help clear the path, you know, hand them their bag of energy and their alignment and say, you know, off you go. Um, you're not here to walk it for them. You're not here to live their lives for them. But you are here to share your wisdom and your tools so that they, uh, you know, are better prepared to walk their life. And when people actually step into living their life, you know, really participating in it on all levels, they truly then understand what they're here for and then really become those beautiful, abundant beings that have something to, to share and serve with the world. Yeah, Absolutely. But it requires us stepping out of, as you've said before, our ego. And we think that because what we know right now is the be-all and end-all. And if you come along and contradict what they know right now, it's an affront on their intelligence. But if you go that the intelligence you know is earth-taught, not divinely taught, um, and so that's where the, the imbalance is, and that you're, you're teaching them the divine knowledge, that they will integrate with their earth knowledge to find that balance. I think it's kind of more accepting when people see it from that point of view because human beings are very defensive, aren't they? Yeah, and, and we're all projecting. You know, the world we see is really a projection of what's inside of us, like mm -hmm. it or not. And so when you start to really take responsibility for that, if you're not liking your experience of life, if you don't like what you see, it's not about then beating yourself up or saying, what's wrong with me? It's, it's saying, okay, I, I'm perceiving, what I'm perceiving outside of me, what I don't like is a symptom of something within that's just not, not right at this, you know, and, I, and I'd like to see this differently. Mm -hmm. But it, the problem, I think, we, that I found, I think when I discovered this, it was like, it was life-changing, really, because before, the way I used to go about trying to change my life was, um, 
and I think this is where we get addicted sometimes to self-help and all of this stuff, right, is I was like, okay, let's look at what's wrong with me. Okay, I'm going to look at what's wrong with me. And then, and then what I didn't realize is my ego would then be like, okay, here's what's wrong with you. Okay, now here's what you have to change. Yeah. You have to, you have to fix this and change that and get rid of this and, and then you'll be okay. Yeah. And then it was like an endless, it was like endless yes. <laughs> healing and clearing and, and it was just leading me down this road of like kind of spinning my wheels and, and then I realized, wait a minute, who am I doing this process with? If I'm not doing it with my higher self or with spirit, you know, some kind of divine aspect, then you will be led down the, this kind of hamster wheel. You're just going to keep going around and around and around. So when you finally go, wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm just going to ask spirit to help me with this. Okay, if I don't like the world that I see, the, the experience that I'm having, then something's off here. So, Spirit, I'm calling upon you. I'm calling upon my angels, my guides, whoever you pray to. You know, at this point, it's just you, you have to go with what feels right for you, right? Wherever your belief systems are at. And just ask for help. Thank you for helping me with this. Thank you for helping me see it differently. You know, I want another way to look at this because if I continue to to have this perception, like maybe my perception is maybe I live in fear that someone's going to break into my house. Well, I guarantee that you live with that long enough, that will happen. So, you know, do you want to live that way or do you want to believe that, you know, all is well? You don't have to live this way. Well, because what you, what belief you put out is the invitation, isn't it? And if you invite fear, fear is most certainly going to come knocking. And yes, out of the out of the isness of all that is, yeah. it, somebody will show up and prove you right every single time. Exactly. So you may as well kind of paint what you want. And and the thing is, is that I think when you, you know, it's. Um, I'm constantly being introduced to people where I see possibilities and something that can happen and then it doesn't follow through with them. And that isn't a failure. All it means is that all they were meant to do was change my thought perceptive to look at something in a different way. Now I've got a clear picture of what I need to do and it feels right. Now it's finding that person who sees it and wants to help me do it. So, you know, sometimes we think, well, why didn't it work out? What did I do wrong? No, that person was only there to switch on a couple of switches or to redirect you. Doesn't mean they were there for the whole path. But yeah. We, but we, you know, as human beings want it neat and tidy, don't we? You know, you're the one and only package instead of, you know, getting our packages in different, you know, from different people at different times. But that's the way the universe works. It very rarely gives it to us all, you know, one fell swoop. It's, it comes subtly at a time when they think, okay, now you're ready for the next, now you're ready for the next. So we have to probably stop being a little dictatorial how we want things and follow the way things that are given to us because that's what's best. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Otherwise, you're just spending what I call precious energy units trying to, you know, fight your way and resist. Resisting what is is never going to get you very far. I mean, it'll exhaust you in the long run. 
And also, you know, again, it comes back to the ego personality. It likes to cling to what's familiar and comfortable. And, you know, right now we're living in a time where it's like you're not going to be allowed to do that, really. It's about transcending what's familiar and comfortable. And and, uh, the comfort, I think, is not sitting on your ass and just letting life pass you by. I think the comfort is, is in being adventurous. You know, I am comfortable with taking chances. I'm comfortable stepping off, you know, uh, that leap of trust into into the abyss and know that I will be caught. I am comfortable with trusting my instincts and following that path. So I think it's just what we feel comfortable about as opposed to that comfortability of doing nothing because it feels safer. Right, right. That doesn't get us very far, does it? (laughs) It doesn't. So the way I've really work through stuff like that because, you know, as open as I am to pretty much everything, I also find myself sometimes having like a fear of change because I'm not always... It's like, oh no, not again. Right. (laughs) I'm just comfortable with this. (laughs) Right. And I'm not allowed to really know. It's like I'm really good at helping other people kind of know what's going to kind of happening for them but when it comes to me it's like I'm the last to know (laughs) so so that can become uncomfortable and the way I have found it's just like you said is by remaining open and curious it's the curiosity you know instead of getting closed down in in fear of like oh my gosh what is happening what's going to happen it's more like hmm I wonder how this is going to you know unravel let's just see and also, and, it don't allow age, sex, faith, economics to get in your way, right? If you're still right. living, uh, you, you know, you're, you've still got life in you. If you're poor, you can always make money. Even if you're in bad health, you can always discover good health. Um, you know, if, if, and whatever other challenges that are faced, that they're purely there as challenges teaching you how to do something differently. So don't let any of these things get in your way. Right, absolutely. So, yeah, that's where sometimes working with people's subconscious beliefs is helpful because you can say, okay, you know, I'm not going to let this get in my way, but then subconsciously there could be something in there that is not allowing you to really move forward, right? Because you can say, oh, yeah, I want to be successful, and yet subconsciously you're terrified of yeah. having that <laughs> well, you know in, in my case this stupid uh, contract I have of poverty you know here I am planning businesses that should be very fruitful and abundant but you know mm-hmm. never manifested the money because I didn't know about this stupid contract that I agreed to some god knows how many lifetimes ago so you know this mm-hmm. is where that cleansing comes in you know, going down to the core things. Because if you want to build something, build it on a clean foundation instead of later on finding out there's walls crumbling and you don't know why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the first step anybody needs to do, isn't it? Clean those cellular levels. Well, just have an awareness that there, these things can be influencing us without even us realizing you know, especially if you see patterns being repeated over and over where you're like, wait, didn't I deal with this before? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And they just, well, especially when you're looking at a relationship, right? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you could go for somebody completely different, ethnic group, different faith, different this, different that, and you've ended up repeating the same old story. 
because uh, you know the how that person treats you is how the last person treated you because that's what you're putting out and so you need to kind of change change your your own patterning so that you get treated better and that starts with how we treat ourselves isn't it yeah I mean it could be you could say oh I'm never going to do this again with this <laughs> person you know I'm never going to and, and that's great I hope you don't but if you have a program that says I'm not worthy of love yes and you don't if you don't know you have a program that says I'm not worthy of love I guarantee you're going to meet someone that's going to bring this to your attention again <laughs> and again and again and again yes yeah I mean I guess it's a lot because people are like I don't understand like right. I, you know it started out okay and then it's like what is going on it's like well did you realize that you still haven't figured out that you're worthy of love mm. you know and this is what you truly need help healing and out of the isness of all that is this wonderful person who you're at the moment hating because of the way you're feeling, I said they're actually helping you. Try it's like they're going to they're going to help you on some level here to learn this lesson once and for all. So you know, kind of when you meet somebody or you start something new, you start it with enthusiasm, and and it's your best foot forward. And then as you get into it, and and little challenges come up or stresses come up, you're inclined to move back into that doubt and that negativity that's in the core of you. You know, that little voice that comes out, uh, 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 and it, it's, why is that voice there? It isn't silencing the voice, it's releasing that voice. You know, just as you said, burning those vows and those contracts, it's releasing that voice of doubt. I'm sorry, you're, you're fired. <laughs> you know, you're no longer welcome <laughs> here. Um, but if we just ignore it and keep suppressing it, um, you know, it's just going to come back with more vengeance, isn't it? Yeah, it'll get louder. And uglier. More aggressive. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's like, okay. Oh, and that's when it's sometimes, again, helpful to say, okay, spirit, what am I not seeing here mm -hmm. about this situation? Because I'm all about empowering people, you know, to, to get the answers themselves, right? So sometimes when it, you're in that place of prayer and meditation, it's like, thank you for showing me what it is about this situation I'm not seeing clearly you know, about this person, about myself, and thank you for helping me to, to know what, what what's most needed. And, and, and what, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Go ahead. No, sorry, Ed. Sometimes what's most needed is so different from what our personality thinks. Yeah. Because, you know, it's like, oh, well, if only they would change or do this differently, and it's like, no, if only you could recognize that you are truly worthy of love. And, and that you're loved and valued beyond measure, <laughs> you know, needing that is very different than needing something outside of us to change. And that's in all aspects of your life. That's in your career life, your, you know, your family life, your love life. You know, that I am worthy is in, uh, it goes across spectrum. It's not just in a relationship and then you're treated differently at work. You've got to be in that state of being throughout every aspect of your life, don't you? Yes. Yeah. And you know, uh, you know, like I mean, I'm an empath. I'm I've done a hell of a lot of work, as you said, on other people. We're the last ones to do it on ourselves. I've had other people work on me, kind of chiseling away some, you know, blockages I had, or noticing those blockages there, but not being able to get to it. But it is finding that someone that you resonate with, you know, just as that energy signature. So, you know, it's some people will come to you and just immediately have a connection. 
and 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 now it's so much easier for you to work with them because that trust that vibranic um, energy trust is there and now you can really start opening up and get down to that root core very very easily but it's got nothing to do with who you are whether someone connects with you or not it you know it doesn't uh, say anything about your work it's all to do with that vibration that signature of of resonance isn't it yeah absolutely um I've learned through A Course in Miracles that those who are to meet will meet. Yes. And there's no, there's really no accidents in who comes to you. And, and that really, I mean, I've been practicing as an intuitive healer for 15 years and really through referral, right? Yeah. And it's word of, word of mouth. And, um, and I just trust and, and I just trust spirit. I know that whoever is coming to me is being sent. And, you know, there's so many wonderful practitioners out there. And so everybody's got their their tribe, their right and perfect mm-hmm. person, right? Exactly. And again, going back to that one size doesn't fit all. Um, you know, you you will resonate with the people. And, and the fact that it comes by word of mouth, it's, it's along the same energy field. Because that person's mm-hmm. energy has spoken to that person and, you know, that resonance will be there. Um, I love synchronicity. You know, I love it when the universe goes, you know, here's this ingredient and that ingredient and this person, and you put it together and go, ha ha. Okay, so, you know, these pieces of the puzzle coming together. Um, and, you know, you, it puts together to make a picture, but that picture goes, okay, that wasn't what I expected. Okay, so now I'm looking at this picture. I meant to do this, not that. So, again, those preconceived things we need to let go of. And just allow the picture to manifest as to what we are meant to do. Yeah, and it's it's very true, and it's changed. I mean, I can see throughout the years how even the work I'm doing is it's evolved. It's always evolving. It's yes. always changing, and it always will. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because there is no resting on your laurels in here. It's that the you know, I think what it is, you know, as we've now opened up, and I'm sure in the last four years you've seen a massive influx of of conscious awakening and you know divine energy you know really being switched on you know compared to the years beforehand and the more and more humanity wakes up to this consciousness and more and more people you know welcome this and become a part of it um we will then be taken up to yet another level and there'll be even more for us to learn uh, because just because we're tapped into the universe they only give us what they want us to know and they'll open up those channels uh, more and more as we grow as a whole. Yeah, exactly. The collective, every there's so much change happening <laughs> right now, and it it's really the result of many of us just choosing to hold that that higher vibration of love and light. And the the planet is being transformed by this, and and it's really about living living from a love based reality you know and that's the difference we're we're moving out of the fear-based reality to the love-based reality well i mean you know looking at what's going on politically around the world at the present moment the fear is still trying to hold on for dear life you know as it will yeah yeah, uh, you know (laughs) the fear you know the fear and uh, the hysteria and those that have been cracking the whip for so long and being so complacent are being challenged right now and you know what what you're seeing the revolution is unity is people coming mm-hmm. together, not in hatred or pitchforks, but in accountability so that everyone has the right to a voice 
and their own liberty, their own freedom. And uh, I, I don't think it's a movement that can turn back now. I think it's a, you, you know, the, the fear mongers um, can threaten what they like, but I do not believe that they can have control anymore because once people step into that consciousness, they can't step out of it. Uh, not if exactly. they're, you know, right? Because uh, they've been awoken. And, you know, I love, you know, take what the Pope says. You know, I don't care what faith you are as long as it's based in love and kindness. Uh, you know, just yeah, a man who's only meant to represent one faith, you know, is talking to what the core of all faiths should be, love and kindness and respect for one another. And if all, all vibration was based in that, if we showed kindness to ourselves, to other people, if we showed love to ourselves and the love of life and share it with other people, what a better world we would be living in. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's also about acknowledging that there there are no others, really. I mean, somebody once asked me, um, I was doing a lot of work helping uh, some members of my family, and she said to me, wow, you know, how is it that you can just do that? And I said, well, it's I don't feel like I'm doing it for some... I just ask myself, what would I do for myself in this situation? Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing this person in this situation as something outside of me. It's like, this is... What would I want? What would I do for myself? You know, it's like, I see a hungry person. Here, you want some food? Right. <laughs> what would I do for myself in that situation? So it's when we stop looking at people as separate from yeah. us or different or wrong you know it's really about letting go of of judging even if you're seeing somebody i mean we really have no idea you know what brought them to where they're at yeah i have a show right now going on 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 homelessness two people that used to walk by and that you know changed their way one of them has been buying signs from the homeless for the last 23 years and now it's become art galleries and books and things and documentaries yeah, which has brought awareness to the homeless and exactly who are homeless because everybody always assumes oh losers dropouts drug addicts no that is not the case at all and another just decided to one day talk to one homeless woman has now written two books on their stories on their life stories and it's you know when we decide to be more humane uh, and more loving and giving you know and as you said that could be me it has been me at one point not the street it was in my car Fortunately, I've managed, you know, never got to the street, but um, we don't know what circumstances have got people there. And if we stop looking at them as invisible and start seeing each other as beautiful divine energy beings and start caring, um, they learn to even care about themselves through you caring about them. So as you say, do unto others as you would hope they would do unto you. Well, you're Mm -hmm. not going to ask someone to stab you. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so show them love, so they, you know, so they can love you in return. That's the way it goes. Yeah, (laughs) I think this is, you know, the awareness that we're seeing is is really beautiful to see, isn't it? You know, this this awakening, this conscious awareness, and also the understanding that, you know, when people say, "But I'm only one person," you know, what can I do? And you know, I say that by sending goodwill loving goodwill out to people mm-hmm. you've already raised that vibration you've already sent it across the the energy has no restriction it has no boundaries 
you know it is you once you tune into a certain frequency it just keeps on going tap in and send that goodwill because they won't know who it comes from but they will know that there's somebody out there that cares about them yeah absolutely it's, I love that um, the prayer of loving kindness the mm. Buddhist prayer meditation it's you know it's just may all beings be blessed yes. may all beings be at peace and and whoever it, it affects is whoever it affects you know it's just radiating that vibration out there I love calling in light because the moment we call in light light connects with us the moment we call on it it's, yeah. it's not just reserved for the, the privileged few it's there for everybody just like the power of the sun just, there's no limit to the power of the sun so when we call upon the light there's really no limit to that and you just ask that to fill you up and work with you and even if you're you know having struggling and you're feeling depressed or dark call in some light just let the light be there and and extend that loving kindness out to somebody if, even if you can't do it for yourself at that moment because you never know who who's going to benefit from that and you don't need to know sometimes I just say a prayer you know thank you spirit for bringing peace to anybody who's experiencing anxiety today doesn't matter I don't need to know who that is just you know here any even um I had a client once who was going through a really horrendous exam you know like I think she was taking her dental boards and she was like oh pray for me during the test and I so I said you know I'm just gonna start praying for everybody who's going through this anyone who's taking these types of exams and boards I'm like hey you know may they all be blessed so they can just get through it in a way that helps them exactly and uh, you know I was just thinking about the the stress vibration must be working on overload <laughs> because I mean uh, you know as as a, a human nation we're all pretty stressed for one reason or the other and I think if we all just simply took a very deep breath you know deep breath and just let it go you know we would release a great deal of that stress a lot of that stress isn't just survival it's trying to live up to someone else's expectation and not honoring who you are and what you're here for yeah uh, that's a been you know that's a big one for a lot of us because we're raised in a culture that glorifies you know monetary success and educational success right and, and you know when you start comparing yourself you can you can dig yourself into a hole. Um, and You'll never so be enough, will you? You'll never no. be enough for someone else. No, so you just have to really honor exactly who you are, where you're at, and um, and just really have a deep acceptance for yourself. Yeah, yeah. It all starts with us. It all ends with us. It all continues with us. So, you know, if we want change, we have to be the change. If we're not happy with our lives, we've got to seek the joy within us. Um, it, it really, I don't care how, how you try and escape it, folks. You can't. When you decide to embrace your inner beauty, your inner purpose, your, your divine essence, and to nurture it and love it and honor it, um, you will know what your meaningful purpose is. And in that beautiful, meaningful purpose, you will know how you serve humanity and serve yourself 
So, you know, start off by being loving and kind towards yourself and doing what you need to do to release any of the the past or forgive things that you need to forgive. Um, you know, clean house. Clean your own house first, right? Uh, so yeah. that you can now be filled with that beautiful abundance that is so divine. But we've got to get in there and detox first. So, and that's where you step in and help them clean their space. Would you let everybody know how they can get hold of you to book you and in and, and what way you can help people? Sure, yeah. Um, my website is jennifernortonhealing.com. Um, my email is jennifer at jennifernortonhealing.com. And I'm also on Facebook. Um, cannot exactly think of my handle at the moment for some reason. It's you look at Jennifer Intuitive Healing. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and um, Twitter, I'm Jennifer One Norton. My number is 919-360-6200. And, uh, and for anyone who's listening today, I'm offering 20% off any of my readings or clearings, depending on what you're interested in. Just mention the show, and I'm happy to offer that. Excellent. And, you know, it's, I really am, you know, quite heavily emphasizing that until we're ready to clear out, we can't receive. You know, you go and put get, uh, goodness in, in a toxic vat, it, you know, it's going to get swallowed up. Um, you really need to clean out the toxicity um, in your life, in your being, before you can actually start receiving the purity of love and kindness, which doesn't mean, you you know, you have to wait to st- to have loving kindness for yourself because that's part of the releasing but you've got to be willing to let go because if you don't and you want to hold on to that you know that resentment that uh, judgment that um, vindictiveness you're not going to be able to move forward and when you do choose to do so and let go and you know match your your energetic nutrition career path and relationships you really will actually understand what that opening up to that consciousness is and exactly how divine it is um, and you will not regret it but you've got to be willing to take the journey and Jennifer's here to help you take that journey not meant to do it alone um, ultimately we're responsible for our own journey but we're never meant to do it alone there's always somebody around there that can help you with the tools the care the guidance and the understanding you need in that moment and Jennifer's here for you and she's really here for you right at the very beginning to help you you know, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and physically realign your balance so you can have clarity to make healthy decisions and transform your health, career, finances, relationship, your spiritual, and just your whole divine essence. So thank you so much for being with us here today, Jennifer. Thank you, Sarah. This was a really wonderful time. Thank you so much for for this. No, my pleasure. And, you know, um, bless you for following this path. I know it's not always an easy one. Um, nope. <laughs> but it's um, you know when you see people awaken and and get on their right path, uh, that's the reward enough, isn't it? Yeah, it really, it's something I'm so passionate about. I mean, I was passionate enough to just walk away from a very secure job, you know, that, that really wasn't making me very happy. <laughs> well, you know, you understood that the security might have been in the bank balance. But if your if your heart and soul and your spirit were broken, you know where was the enrichment? You decided to place enrichment and value upon yourself and your spirit, 
and understand that's where the true worth lies. And I think that is the message by your work is what you're sending. Yes. So thank you for taking that redirection and that plunge because the world needs you. And folks, I do encourage you please to reach out and let her help you. Um, just get going. Just just do it. Don't think it. Just pick up the phone. Reach out to her. Jennifer at JenniferNorton.com uh, JenniferNortonHealing.com and uh, let her help you because this is what it's all about. The quicker you release all the past that's holding you back, the quicker you open your arms to the beautiful divine energy out there and start placing that value upon yourself, that love and that kindness for the, the world, the quicker you start becoming a solution to the world. And uh, we're all in it together. Let's help one another reach that goal. Thank you, Jennifer. And thank you to everyone else. I wish you a beautiful, free spiritual energy day. <laughs>